Hey there, my friends, Dr. Anthony Balduzzi, and welcome back to another episode here on the Fit Mother Project podcast. Today is going to be a solo cast where it's me fielding questions from our Fit Mother Project community. If you didn't listen to last solo cast episode, we got into some great nutrition topics on things like should fruit be included in your diet, what's the deal with dairy, and we even talked about things like seed cycling. Today, we're going to change gears and we're going to field some exercise questions that we got from some of our fit mothers in this program. And I think you're going to find this very valuable. So the first question we get is, Dr. A, please explain the benefits of exercising at different times of the day. Is there some time that's preferable and better? Well, this is an awesome question, and I think there's no one best time to exercise outside of what's going to work best for you and your schedule and consistency. So I want to kick this off before I get into some of the physiology throughout the day and saying that the best time is honestly when you can be most consistent because the benefits of consistent exercise totally outweigh all the optimizations of, oh, it's best exercise at 11 versus 4 p.m. But we'll get into some of the specifics because it's kind of interesting. So the benefit of exercising first thing in the morning is that you're going to be really consistent. You're going to have a great feeling of accomplishment. So a lot of fit moms find that you get it in first thing in the morning. You can be really on your routine because what happens if you try to exercise later in the day, life can get in the way, it can get busy, and you can miss your workout. So a lot of the ladies that do morning exercise find that they're just really locked in and they feel wonderful afterwards because you got so much done in the first few hours of the day. Then you can have that nice meal, number one, you're off with your day. That being said, though, uh, the early morning exercise is not the most optimal time from a body perspective because we're still waking up in the morning. We might not have as much hydration in our systems. We can feel a little more stiff. So what they found from the research is actually for like raw performance, like let's say you were a high-level athlete and you want to maximize your workout performance, that in the afternoon, let's just say anytime from like 11 a.m. till about 4 p.m. is the best time for the body to exercise for performance because at this point, you're your core temperature is a little higher, you're more warmed up, your lymphatic system has been flowing a little more because you're moving, and oftentimes you have a little more nutrition in your body. So that's what they find from athletes, that it's kind of best from 11 a.m. till around 4 p.m. And testosterone levels actually peak in men and women around that 11 a.m., 12, which can have a good benefit uh, for exercise performance. So that's, that's, I guess, a good thing to say for afternoon workouts. What I definitely prefer is that you work out on mostly an empty stomach. This does not mean completely fasted, although the benefit of the morning exercise is you can be fasted and just have some hydration and you're going to perform really well. You don't want to have a big meal and then go exercise because that digestion requires blood flow and that blood flow if it needs to go to your GI tract is like not going to be going to your muscles. And vice versa, if you do have a bunch of food and your body wants to digest, but then you go to exercise and all that blood needs to go to your muscles, you're going to have this like big ball of food in your stomach that's undigested. So if you are going to exercise in the afternoon, I recommend you do it a couple, like you, you do it before you have your lunch meal. So do it on an empty stomach, but stay really hydrated and then you'll eat afterwards. Now, before dinner is another great time to exercise. And I think from like a more habits and behavioral perspective, it's a really good transition in the day. Whatever you did during the day, whether you're working or you're at home, that workout before you go make dinner and before that evening meal is a really great thing because you get it in and then you can totally shift gears and be like, ah, I just had a wonderful day. I'm so accomplished. Now I can enjoy my dinner and now you can kind of unwind for the day. So that pre-dinner workout is another real great time. There's been periods in my life where that's been the time I exercised and the time that's probably like the least optimal. But again, if this is the only time you can get it in still good is late evening and after dinner, because 
after dinner, again, digestion happens. And then working out in its very nature is a stress for the body. We're trying to activate the body. The core temperature rises. As we're, as we're exercising, we're getting some adrenaline slowing, some cortisol levels are rising. And those are the hormones that you don't want to have flooding your system late at night when the body's naturally trying to get into a rest and digest state. So a late, late night workout is the least optimal and it can negatively affect sleep quality. But if that's the only time you can get it in, still beneficial. So that's the skinny on the best times to work out. What's going to work for you is best, but again, it might even change seasonally. Next question. Uh, Dr. A, when your muscles are sore, should you wait until you're less sore to work out again, or you can just have one rest day? Well, here's the deal. When you start weight training and start strength training and start following our Fit Mother workouts, you're going to be sore. Your body's not used to that kind of like physical stress. And your soreness is going to decrease after you've been on the program for like 30 days, 60 days as your body adapts. And when you're really focusing on strength training, and that means either our metabolic resistance training workouts like the Belladonna or Apex 10 or stuff like that, um, or classic strength training workouts, it's always a good idea to not train if your muscles are super sore. So let's say we're going to put a gauge of like one to 10. 10 is like the most sore, like you can't even get out of bed. And one is like, you're totally good to go. I would say if you're anywhere above five, so let's say your soreness level is at a five, six, seven, eight, it's probably best to rest one more day uh, and not do some strength training or MRT workouts. But if you're around five, four, three, two, one, then it's good to go and you should train. And in fact, a little bit of exercise and motion can actually decrease that lingering soreness. And one thing to consider is if you're actually sore from a strength training session and you know that means your body's muscles are repairing and you want to make sure that repair process happens totally, you can do some cardio. Cardio is a great way to actually improve soreness because it gets blood flow, it starts to turn over the metabolism, and it gets things moving. So let's just say you're still sore from a um, an Apex 10 workout that you did on, on a Monday and it's Wednesday and you were supposed to weight train on Wednesday, you could shift that workout till Thursday and do some cardio on Wednesday and that might help. But again, pushing through a little bit of soreness in the early phases is going to be okay because your body's going to adapt and get strong over time. Hey, it's Dr. Ray. I want to quickly pause this episode to thank you so much for listening to this Fit Mother Project podcast. I am just blown away at how amazing this podcast has become, all the powerful stories, all the great expert interviews, and I am so grateful for you for tuning in and being here with everything we're creating here at the Fit Mother Project. I just wanted to pause to acknowledge you and thank you again for listening. Please keep listening and tuning in to all the great stuff we're doing here at the FMP. Let's get back to today's episode. So the next question is, what are the benefits on focusing on MRT workouts for weight loss? Well, the fact is, is like not all exercise is created equal when it comes to losing weight and losing fat. And we want to do strength training, but we also want to do cardio and we want to get as much done in a short amount of time as possible. And so the benefit of MRT workouts is they're very dense. And what I mean by dense is like in a 30 to 45 minute workout, let's say you're doing the apex 10 in phase one of fit mother 30 X, like you are doing so much exercise in 30 to 45 minutes. Like if you do all one to 10 of those pyramid workouts in 45 minutes, you are doing a hundred swings, a hundred squats, a hundred shoulder presses, a hundred rows and a hundred pushups. Like that's an immense amount of exercise. So that density of exercise is going to give you a great stimulation effect. It's also very time efficient and you burn a ton of calories. So all that is beneficial for weight loss. 
Now, classic strength training where you like do a set and then you rest for a minute and then you do a set is also good for weight loss, but it's good for weight loss in more of a long-term perspective in the sense that when you build muscle, you have more of a metabolic engine. And if you pair strength training with a good diet, you can absolutely lose weight and lose fat. But for people who are starting out, doing these MRT workouts gives you the best bang for your buck and it's the most time-efficient way. Now, when you get into our, some of our deeper phases of FitMother 30X, so past phase one, you get into phase two, three, and four, we start including both MRT workouts, which are those like strength circuit training workouts, and classic strength training, where you do a set and you rest, you do a set and you rest. And we have some ladies ask, Dr. A, if I had just focused on one of the workouts, what should I focus on, MRT or strength, or strength workouts? And I 1,000% want to say, do MRT workouts, because MRT workouts will get you stronger. But strength workouts are not going to improve your cardiovascular capacity and your fitness nearly as much as MRT. So MRT has a lot of the crossover benefits of classic strength training, but strength training is not going to have as many of the crossover benefits to MRT. So if you had to do one, do MRT because it's a catch-all. But again, when you get into our deeper phases of FitMother 30X, we'll give you the option to do both. So a great setup would be you do one to two MRT workouts per week and you do at least one dedicated strength training session per week. And what's fun about that is it keeps things fresh because the MRTs by their nature are pretty challenging. And so you have a one day where you have just this like more fun strength training where it's not as cardio taxing, that can be really good for your psychology too. But focus on MRT workouts. That's how we design our program. And that's why our ladies get the best results. So another question about strength training is what's the best way to use strength training to gain muscles? Uh, is it MRT or is it strength workouts? And the, the deal is classic strength training where you do a set and you rest and you do a set and rest is the best form to gain muscles. But if your body's in a, in a place right now where you have a lot of excess fat to lose, it's actually going to be more beneficial for you to strip off the fat first and then focus on building muscle in a pure muscle building format later. So because when you actually are carrying excess fat stores, it can actually shift your hormonal balance to make it harder for you to gain muscle. So the combination of the daily walking, the Fit Mother MRT workouts, and proper nutrition is going to be the best way to actually like lose that fat while still gaining some strength. But when you're at a point where you want to totally pack on, on muscle and you're at a good goal weight and you're happy with your body fat levels, then classic strength training is the way to do it. And what classic strength training is, is focusing on really good muscle building movements, squats, deadlifts, rows, shoulder presses, chest press, curls, push-ups, these kinds of things. And you want to be focusing on writing down your weights and pushing your strength numbers. So to gain muscle, it's actually easier to focus on getting stronger. So let's say you follow one of our exact fit mother programs, which again, we have all the strength training workouts set by set, rep by rep laid out throughout the fit mother program series. And when you get into FM 30 X phase two, three, and four, we have all these strength workouts that are start to go in there. And when you get to fit mother 30 X phase four, we have straight up muscle building program that you can follow. Like it's only muscle building focus that you can choose to do, but you want to start writing down your weights and focus on beating your, your reps and your times from the last time. So let's say you did squats and you were doing dumbbell squats and you were holding 20 pound weights in the side of your body. And you did three sets of 12 reps in the last time. Then this next workout, you got to grab the 25s and you got to do three sets of 10 to 12 reps. So it's all about focusing on progressive strength gains over time. That's going to coax your body to build more muscle. And I think another mistake that ladies make when they're trying to build muscle is they actually sometimes lift too frequently and they don't do enough rest. So it's pretty much ideal when you're building muscle to use your workouts like a stimulation 
and then allow multiple days to recover because you want to train hard and then get out of the gym and allow yourself to actually recover with that high protein diet and all the good stuff and the sleep and the recovery. So make sure that you're resting adequately between strength training workouts. And of course, follow the Fit Mother program because it has all this stuff laid out. Now, another question is, if I'm new to using weights, what's the best progression? Especially if I'm starting with body weight, how do I know when to add weights? Well, this is the benefit of following a structured program where everything's laid out. You don't have to do the guesswork. When you can hit your proper rep targets, or let's say you're doing an MRT and you're able to get done with one of those workouts in 45 minutes, it's time to increase the weight. So that's why if you're just going ad hoc and just doing random stuff, you're never really going to progress because you want to know exactly what you're doing every single day. Get into the your, your exercise plan with all the reps, all the sets, everything like pre-written out so you can beat your performance from the last week. So when you hit your rep targets, it's time to add weights. And that's why it's really beneficial to follow a structured program. Next question is, when walking, what type of pace should you walk at to get the best benefits? Well, for the best health benefits, it's good to be on a brisk walk. That's around two and a half to three miles per hour. And it's tough to know exactly what a three mile per hour walking pace is. But I'll say this, when you're walking, make sure your upper body is involved. If your arms are swinging and you're moving your arms, that means you're walking at a pretty good pit, uh, pitch and pace. So I'd say lean forward a little bit, walk with your arms and get yourself moving. That's going to be an ideal pace for the health benefits. And then breathe through your nose. I need to emphasize this. You want to maximize the benefits of your walk. Focus deeply on nose breathing, move your body weight forward and swing your arms. And that's going to be a really great way to know that you're walking at the right pace. So those are some awesome questions. And again, I want to say with exercise, like if you're at a point where you're having some of these types of questions, follow along the Fit Mother program exactly as it's written out. We have all this stuff completely dialed in throughout all the phases, all the strength training workouts, all this stuff. You don't have to do any guesswork. So I hope you enjoyed this, my friend. We're going to do another podcast episode coming up on some nutrition-focused Q&As. We're going to talk about the difference between cacao powder and the alkalized cocoa powder. We're going to talk about what supplements I recommend. We're going to talk about hydration. We're going to talk about 24-hour fasting and how nutrition changes with things like menopause and as we get older. So stay tuned for the upcoming episode. I hope you found this valuable, my friend. This is Dr. A signing off, and I'll talk to you very soon. Hey there, my friend. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Fit Mother Project Podcast. If you love what you heard, I have a favor to ask you. Please consider taking 60 seconds right now to leave us a rating and review on our podcast. Leaving us a review is super quick. It only takes a minute and it's so, so helpful to us as it really boosts this podcast to reach more people who need this information and this message. If you're listening on Apple Podcast, you can leave us a star rating and review. If you're watching on YouTube, you can hit the like button and leave us a comment. Overall, I truly appreciate you being with us here on the podcast. On behalf of me and my entire Fit Mother Project team, we truly feel honored and grateful to support you and your family on your journey to fantastic health. I thank you for your support of this podcast and of this mission. Also, if you're interested in joining our Complete Fit Mother program and becoming an official member of our community, you can visit our website, fitmotherproject.com. And on the Fit Mother site, you'll be able to see our Complete Fit Mother program along with our online store with the best supplements designed for busy moms. And you'll also find a ton of free resources like recipes, workouts, meal plans, and more. God bless you and your family. This is Dr. Anthony Balduzzi signing off. I'll catch you on the next episodes of the Fit Mother Project podcast.